don't change that dial. Coming up next is the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Why would 40,000 people show up in Nityananda's meditation camps? If you're sincerely seeking to live a true potential, then you have to experience Nityananda, a truly radiant, enlightened being of our times. On his rare visit to Seattle, he is giving discourses in Hindu Temple, Unity of Bellevue, Seattle Unity, from 26th to 28th this month. And also conducting an amazing weekend meditation workshop on the 29th and 30th at the Seattle Center. For registration of events of Nityananda, also known as Swamiji, please visit seattle.lifeblissprogram.org or call 425-749-7322. Hey, Jane, what are you up to? Oh, hi, John. I'm logging on to wisdomuniversity.org to register for the Sacred Activism Conference here in Linwood. It's May 11th through 14th. Sacred Activism? Yeah, I just heard about it on the Dr. Pat Show. She's a co-sponsor of this dynamite way to learn to help resolve global problems through the sacred wisdom traditions of the world. And the faculty is awesome, too. Caroline Mace, Robert Kennedy Jr., Marianne Williamson, Jean Houston, and many more. Oh, man, that sounds truly inspiring. The world definitely needs this. Can anyone go? Yeah, it's open to the public. Hey, John, why don't you join me? It's easy. Just go to wisdomuniversity.org to register. And for more information, you can call 415-561-2348. Sitting by the fire, making memories. Let's pass around the coffee, hear the whisper in the trees. Another day behind us, the moon is on the rise. Finding your music with Ava tonight. Tune in Mondays and Fridays at 5 a.m. for Finding Your Music here on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Views expressed on the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. Hey, thank you all. Thank you so much for the fabulous emails. Yes, yesterday was a fabulous show. Every day is a fabulous show. But you all really like the call-in stuff. And uh, you like the open mics. And, boy, you know, we are programming some unbelievable radio for you in the next couple of months. And you will have more opportunities to call in and do exactly what you did yesterday. Uh, Stephanie Durham as you know, is my Friday segment host. She has been with us on air now for a bunch of months, and you love her as well. Uh, we know this because of several reasons. One, when we do shows with Stephanie, like the one today, uh, we open up the phone lines, and you are absolutely all over it because you absolutely are plugged in to what she's talking about in terms of sacred contracts and into the archetypes that sometimes run our lives, whether we want it to or not. Nah. 
not. I want them to or not. And then they're here for us and they do that. But Stephanie is uh, really, she is a graduate of CMED, which is Carolyn Mace's Institute, and also a certified um, NLP practitioner and life coach and also a hypnotherapist. And beyond all of that, she's a phenomenally beautiful, generous person. She has been so supportive of this radio show beyond anything that you folks can even imagine. And at some level, you know, we talk about sacred contracts and and sometimes, Stephanie, we forget that we're actually living them and how people show up. And we we don't really understand why they're in our lives. But then they're there. And you have been truly a blessing to us. And I'm so grateful for knowing you and for having you on the show. And last weekend, by the way, she, Stephanie opened up her fabulous, unbelievable office space for us. That I don't, okay, I don't even want to call this office space. This is the most beautiful, sacred, energetically pleasing space that i have ever been in and she gifted that to us because we have a new team member bobby baxter joining our team and uh we've got a lot going on a lot that we'll share with you over the next couple weeks and she from the bottom of her heart opened up this space unconditionally for us and we are so grateful everyone wanted me to tell you on air how very grateful we are. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. That's, that I, I very much appreciate getting the feedback. Anything I can do along that line. It, I think it's great that we reach out and we offer that whatever services we have, whatever resources we have, we offer up to other people. And when you share it, it really does come back. It does. And I've done that from day one on this show. Um, you, the, the, you also do your workshops up there, Stephanie, don't you? We do. We have a training center up there. Brand new building, actually. And um, it's awesome. Are you? Where's the next workshop? Uh, the next workshop is going to be at the training center there in oh my Everett goodness. on July 15. And actually, it's the Sacred Contracts day-long workshop where last week we were discussing and have a tendency to start out and don't get all the way through the stages that's because the but phones are <laughs> off the hook there are that, these, that's it that's what happens and then i really um end up interchanging and with people who call in and and so anyway there are five different stages of the sacred contracts that i teach and so many times people have said uh geez uh, what is my purpose in life and and it is multiple. There are multiple opportunities for us uh, to um, honor, pay attention to the synchronistic events as they occur in order to fulfill something that we don't necessarily understand the significance of. Mm. We simply go with it. And so to highlight these stages, we started out and when this moment of connection occurs, we've got something that we recognize is out of the ordinary, don't quite know what it is. And and when we're paying attention, it may be something as simple as connecting eyes with someone for you know you're scanning you're in a mall you're someplace and you and you're looking for the the coffee shop and when you're scanning the food court and you're looking around and you catch someone's eye there's this connection and that could very well be as simple as it is that there is a purpose for that connection so you pay attention to it because it comes from the divine 
There's no head chat. There's no mind chatter. There's no right. no anything. So that's like you know step one, and and to do that we must pay attention to what's going on in our lives, and to question. Where can I best serve? And once we do this and we recognize that there's this connection that occurs, what are we going to do about it? Um, you are acknowledging it. Mm -hmm. Stop and acknowledge it. That's, that's like heeding a call uh, of sorts. And um, so that's as far as we got last week. You know, that's so important, though. I mean, that was a, a really good place to stop because I got to really I don't know about you, but for most of my life, I really wasn't awake enough to really even know that there was a connection going on. OK, you see what I'm saying? Have no when we are lights raised, are on. Nobody's home. That's right. And, and we're raised to believe that life consists of getting up in the morning, going to work as an example, doing what we do and then moving on and having dinner and watching television and going to bed right but there are many 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 people who are right there so let's say as an example because it's what we were trained that's how we were raised those were the those that's what we did that's what we do and so when we begin to question wait a minute why wouldn't i do something else on my lunch hour why wouldn't I do something else on the weekend? Oh, geez, wait a minute. I'm thinking too much about me. Is that right or is that wrong? And we simply begin to question everything. That's the inquiring mind. Mm. And one of the very, very best, when I look back as an example on my teachers that I ha I've had in my life, both in school and outside school, the very most and great i'm so grateful because there were a few of them that didn't really teach me anything other than it wasn't academia what they taught me was how they inspired me to question to be more it might have been sitting i i had an algebra teacher oh. uh, algebra okay oh. we're talking about math and in math there are do's and don'ts and i'm certainly not at the point in time where you're doing physics type of research so there was really no theory you're simply learning algebra the gal that i had for a teacher was uh from south america and she was the most interesting person i think that i can recall in my like junior high days she would wear well first of all this was way back when teachers dressed a little differently than they do now. And she would wear this, this, this top and skirt, but she would be barefoot. Now, you're talking about, you know, the early, late 60s. And she would put on these little house slippers. And what, would, what was so interesting is that although we were learning algebra, she loved loved current affairs, world affairs, to discuss the different things going on in the world. And she came from a part of the world that I knew nothing about. So as we were discussing what was going on in the news, she would bring a perspective to the class uh -huh. that had nothing to do with algebra. Yeah. And she, without realizing it, um, probably inspired me to want to know more about the world that there was a different perception from other people
And so when you look at teachers, when they inspire us, they, they're teaching us life's contracts. Those are our sacred contracts. She had an opportunity to be a teacher. And how was she going to fulfill it? She followed her heart. She did not follow what the school district said to do. Now, we all learned algebra. Okay. Uh, no, uh, well, we tr- we all tried. Well, <laughs> if you're in the class. We all tried. Yeah, I mean, you know. I, I was led to psychology. <laughs> I showed up I, too. I know, but I had to go through statistics. But I know what you're talking about, though. I really do get it. Right. Uh, you know, it's in the least expected places that exactly. we find wisdom. Yes. Yeah. And the other teachers that I recall, they and they were younger in my life. They, although I learned the alphabet and I learned these things, what they really taught me was how to learn. Mm-hmm. Where do you go? That's important. I was thinking about this recently. Now, I am, you know, I have access to technology and all of these things, and here I am at home, and I don't, uh, unless I bring my laptop home, I don't have technology at home. And I'll be, you know, reading or something, or I'll be in a discussion with someone and wonder what a word means. Why at this age would I feel so compelled to go get Webster's out Mm -hmm. and look a word up? How many people are inspired to continue to get answers? And that's what those teachers gave me. Right. I, I I even a uh, number of years ago got rid of the um, encyclopedia uh, set, you know, when they came out on with all these things for computers. I had these set of encyclopedias that you can't give away these days or even then. I know. <laughs> you can't. They don't even get picked up when you leave them on the street. No. You know, I don't know what it is. But We're all I plugged into the computer. I wanted it. Yeah. Less than two weeks ago, there was something I wanted to look up. Yes. And there was something that I wanted to know. And if I had brought the computer home, granted, I could have done that. But my point is that when we have been, like with teachers, taught how to learn, I can learn anything. Mm -hmm. Forever. I'm not limited. And that would have been a contract. That's an example of a contract. Contracts don't have to be complicated. When I was in whatever grade that that this might have happened to me, because I don't remember, it was not an epiphanous moment for a five-year-old. But when I recall and I look back, it may very well be that if you have someone who inspires someone else or teaches someone else how to, they let go of it. And who knows what fantastic cure for um, any disease over history or that in the future to come may have been spawned because someone taught someone how to learn. Absolutely. Those are contracts. We don't know. We let go of them. We, we interplay. We recognize them. We take the opportunity and, and it's like I don't have to leave my profession I don't have to leave my career. I rename what I do and the way that I do it. Cassius Clay was a good, Muhammad Ali, Cassius Clay was a good example of that. He did change his name. (coughs) And what he ended up doing, he was still a boxer. That's right. He was still a boxer for profession, but he took on a different 
place when he did that. And he has left tremendous legacies for the benefit of people who want to be more. Okay, I want to st- I want to ask you about this. We're going to take a short break, but I I want to talk about this because I think that that the taking a look at somebody like Muhammad Muhammad Ali and having a conversation really opens the door, Stephanie, for this idea of when we're called to do some. Now, clearly this man was called to change his name and take a different perspective. But sometimes we hear the call and we take action, and sometimes we hear the call and we don't. And I want to to have a conversation with you about the difference. You know, are they both on the path of sacred contracts? Or is one on the path of your sacred contract and one not quite your sacred contract? And what the consequences, if any, are when we hear the call and we don't take action at that point in time? That doesn't mean to say, in my case took me a good 20 years to get back to the original call. Actually, it took me longer than that to get back to the original call at, of, at age 23, standing there, heard, I want to get a Ph.D., affirmed by my best friend, didn't do it, didn't take action. Didn't mean that I wasn't going to get to it. But I want to have that conversation with you because I think so many of us hear the voice, hear the voice, hear the voice, and then sometimes we don't hear that voice anymore. It is very difficult uh, at first when you're practicing. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult to understand the difference between mind chatter <laughs> and divine inspiration. Okay, that's a, that's we're going to do a whole Where other show on from? that. You know, since I started to me- meditate, I was going to say medicate. Since I started to meditate <laughs> well, maybe regularly, one of the same. exactly. You know, <laughs> I've now gotten closer to crust busting than I have ever been. Let's take a short break. When we're back, Stephanie Durham, the Inquiring Mind. We are going to open up the phone lines today and the emails. Mr. Benny has graciously. We're having an electromagnetic magnetic experience here at the show. So if you've got questions, comments want to get Stephanie to do a reading over the internet, we can do that through Benny's email, which is Benny M, B-E-N-N-Y that's a Y, Benny M at 1150kknw.com 1150kknw.com I didn't realize till the other day that two of my birth things are Yeah, in you there. mentioned that. Isn't that interesting? That's a whole other show, too. All right, I'm Dr. Pat. This is the Dr. Pat Show. Stephanie Durham, Sacred Contracts. Much to talk about, especially on this Easter weekend. You know, for a lot of us, we grew up as uh, Catholics. This is Good Friday. Sunday represents something uh, in terms of an archetype or a spiritual practice, whatever that is for you. And I want to say to everyone out there, Happy Easter. I know I'm going to be painting eggs. Let's take a short break. When we come back, more with Stephanie Dorham, and I want to welcome Stephanie, another Stephanie, who is joining our fabulous Dr. Pat Show intern team. The dueling Stephanie's at Oh, we're at it. Stay tuned. More with Stephanie Dorham. We'll be right back. Your mission, if you choose to accept it is to discover what's preventing you or your business from obtaining your goals, dreams, and vision. The Inquiring Mind is your partner. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. as Stephanie Durham, professional life coach, presents ACES. 
authenticity, choices, empowerment, and success. Spanning 25 years of successful business tenure, in addition to over four years of training with Caroline Mace at the CMED Institute, Stephanie's authenticity and vast knowledge helps you objectively explore wise choices with her finely attuned facilitator skills, leading you to personal empowerment and ultimate success. Do you know you have power to create what you want in your life and in business? You do. This message will self-absorb in five seconds. For more information, call us toll-free at 1-866-461-6463. Hi, this is Dr. Scott of Crown Hill Chiropractic in Seattle, your center for maximized living. Wellness is much more than being free of illness. It's about optimal living in all aspects of life. Our Maximized Living team provides a safe, healing environment while helping individuals express their true divine potential through chiropractic care and wellness coaching. For more information on achieving wellness, visit us at crownhillchiropractic.com or give us a call at 206-782-8800. New Spirit Journal is a publication dedicated to informing, inspiring, uplifting, and amusing you, our readers. Within its pages, you will find articles and resources that make you think, feel, question, and sometimes chuckle. New Spirit Journal provides a forum for living, growing, and learning. Our writers and advertisers have something to share with the rest of the community and are as diverse as the community itself. They are regular people just like you. At New Spirit, we see every day as a new adventure. New Spirit Journal is available at 425 locations from Bellingham to Olympia and the east side. Get your copy today and have yourself an adventure or visit us on the web at NewSpiritJournal.com. Again, that's NewSpiritJournal.com. You're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Money with Max, with author and coach Maxine Heinemann, is an hour of looking at the fundamental relationship that we have with wealth. Once a month, we'll take a look at what it takes for you to bridge the divide between the heart and the mind to attract, create, and maintain wealth in all levels of your life. Visit www.thenakedmillionaire.com or email Maxine at maxine at thenakedmillionaire.com to live life and prosper. My name is Veronique Raskin. I founded the Organic Wine Company 25 years ago. If you love wine and have not tried our French wines, you are in for a treat. Nowadays, people everywhere are buying organic fruits and vegetables because they know they taste better. Organic grapes are so luscious. When turned into wine, you can really taste the difference with every sip. So our wines are delicious and eco-friendly. So I want to make it easy for you to try them out. Call me right away at 1-888-ECO-WINE and I will send you three of my favorite organically grown French wines at half off the regular price. That's just $25 for shipping. Isn't that magnifique? I think so. If you don't share my enthusiasm, I'll gladly refund you money. So take me up on my offer and call me at 1-888-ECO-WINE. E-C-O-W-I-N-E. Au revoir. The search is over. You found the station that's not afraid to be different. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM.
welcome back. Hey, Mr. Benny. Yes, my dear. We're like, everybody's listening to the Dr. Pat show. That's this show. Yeah. Isn't that good? Yeah, we got that right. And Stephanie Durham is our regular Friday guest. I just want to make a quick announcement. Next Friday, Stephanie will not be on Friday. She will be on... Oh, no. Wrong. The week after. <laughs> I got she, the, like, totally got thrown back in her seat, like, whoa, okay. whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> April okay, 28th. April 28th. We're just going to give you a heads up. Stephanie will be here next week. <laughs> but not the Friday after. Not the Friday after. But I will after. be on Thursday. Yes, you will. So... You're not going to miss it that week. No. I'm not going to miss you guys. No. I love coming here. Yeah. I love listening to the listeners. Aren't they great? Yes. Where's that Love Boat song? Do we have the absolutely best listeners anywhere? You know, they are. They really and yeah. truly yeah. are. That is the Love Boat. Well, in case you didn't hear, we are not going to have the... Um, the party that we had planned on the day we had planned but stay tuned you know we're thinking of something else so i just want to make sure you know that you will miss uh you'll miss me you'll miss me singing you'll miss me singing i i'm not gonna be having to get up there and sing it's that just song because you had to practice isn't it oh my gosh you know what i think i do think i'm making ava crazy ava and dennis i'm like okay when are we gonna practice where am i but you know we're thinking about doing something else because i have to tell you that I so appreciate, I mean, we call this host appreciation. I, the Dr. Pat show is, we're going to do a listener appreciation event. And we're going to plan that around the summer solstice. And so what I want to say to all of you is there will be an opportunity for you to come in, meet all of the hosts and all of that. But I have to tell you that I so appreciate each and every one of you. Um, it, this has been such an amazing, life-changing experience. And Stephanie, these folks come to your workshop, so you know what I'm talking about. It is so, it's, 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 the listeners and the people who come to the workshops as a result of hearing all about this on the radio, they are inspiring to me. Yep. They, they, they offer me and afford me the opportunity to share and to ponder and to grow myself. And when, whenever I talk with anyone, um, I am so reminded of how connected we all are. Because I feel, I can, I, I can feel this. I feel the burden if it's a burden. And I can feel when people go through transition. And that is so awesome. Even with people who listen yeah. on the radio, if you get one little, uh, aha moment. Yeah. That is so great. I, I just love it. It, it is. I mean, and, and I get calls all the time. We had a caller that was, uh, did, called in, didn't come on the air, but I followed up with her. And we had a great conversation. And, and you know what it's like to, um, to uh, Jean Houston talked about it yesterday. I, I think it's called, uh, what did she call it? About the tipping point? Uh, what's the rudder, the small rudder, she called it. Um, it's, it's just ever that, that slight change in direction. Slight. Yes. Slight change in direction alters an entire life. That is exactly. And that's the sacred contract. That. And that's what I wanted to say to you. When we, when we talked before the break, we we're at this place where you were describing, and this is certainly, you know, for me, my example, hearing the voice at age 23 that said, you're going to get a PhD, and then declaring that I'm going to get a PhD. I have to tell you, I didn't even know what a PhD was at 23. Mm -hmm. You understand? Mm -hmm. I mean, I had a clearly a learning disability. I was more interested in Woodstock. I was at a different place in my life. But there was something in me that said, I must continue my education i have to do this yeah when we you know hindsight is 2020 
the old famous saying, and it's true. When you look back and, and you say, okay, well, what if I had gone on to do? Well, the time wasn't right. The, the, to use another cliche, the stars weren't lined up. Now, when we ignore the call, a true call, a divine call, we will be miserable. Oh, okay. That's, yeah, and that's actually what happened with the downsizing thing. I mean, you had right. to go through that misery to get back to. Uh, can we avoid the misery? I mean, I mean, for me, if I recollect, let me ask you about this in terms of sacred contract. I knew three years before that experience that I was uncomfortable. As a matter of fact, Stephanie, I... I was accepted to an executive MBA program. So, you know, here it is coming up again to continue and further on my education. And what I did was clearly showed up at the orientation and MBA and being around business people and all that, that was clearly not for me. And so I, I declined at the last minute, but I didn't continue to, to pursue what was really in my heart. And it really did get uncomfortable. We, um, Acknowledging our sacred contracts does not mean that there won't be pain. Okay? That's true, too. <laughs> now, there is a difference between experiencing the, the pain associated with the loss of someone or moving or having to make a decision that is um, going to have an outcome with someone that you don't know how it's going to, you know, you have this mind stuff going on. Well, if I make this decision, Bill's really not going to like me anymore, and then that's going to end up in a breakup of a relationship or who knows what the case may be. That was all hypothetical. However, pain is not um, to be avoided. And in fact, um, the, there's another cliche, no pain, no gain. Now, there's a difference between pain and misery as a result of not following your contract. Yeah, and there's also a difference between prolonged pain, ongoing pain, past the initial action of the initial trauma, and carrying that forward into a whole other story. Which is a whole other story, as a matter of fact, <laughs> because that takes us into imbalance of our chakras and disease. Uh-huh. When we hold on to things. Mm -hmm. Because it's almost like we, we're going through, you know, grief is an example. There's a process associated with grief. No one should tell anyone that you should grieve for a certain period of time. I, why did we do That's that? BS. I mean, I don't think that was ever originally written like that. I mean, I, I really don't think so. And I, I point to an experience that Mary Manning Morrissey shared when she was sitting on the side of the Dalai Lama, right next to the Dalai Lama in a, in a conference, very important conference, and, and all of a sudden a messenger comes in, whispers in the, in the Dalai Lama's ear, whispers in his ear, and took seconds. And in that and, and all of a sudden, what you saw was, as Mary described it, you saw the agony and the pain and the grief and the body and the Dalai Lama just just almost becoming, you know, like a small embryo, like an embryo. Mm -hmm. and, the, and, just, and you knew, you could feel that this was something very painful, that he was, information he was given was extremely painful. You knew it. Seconds. Seconds later, he was back out of that pain. And what came, came to be known later was what he had found out was that very, very dear, dear friend was just ex executed. So, I mean, that's an example, isn't it, of fully feeling the agony and the pain. Which is so important. Okay. We must acknowledge 
that in our body. And ignoring that is as bad as staying stuck in grief. Mm. But we must move through it to determine what it is about that that was part of our contracts or our lesson. And to share a personal experience, I... um, I don't know if I've told you this before or not. Um, I, my first son was uh, born with multiple birth defects. And uh, we were living in Alaska at the time. And, um, well, you know, making it from paycheck to paycheck. And uh, had when, when he was born, uh, there was a couple of obvious physical anomalies that weren't considered to be too significant at the time and um he went into respiratory failure and they took him off to the neonatal whatever and that was the end of that and they took me to a different room and gave me sleeping pills and um i woke up the next day to find that my husband at the time and sean was his name were flown here to seattle to children's orthopedic hospital Hmm. and when he he was going through a diagnosis here um and that is a wonderful facility by the way absolutely wonderful facility um but he when he was going through it took him about um eight or nine maybe ten days to determine you exactly what was wrong with him and um what was wrong is that it came to be known as the 4-h syndrome and he was born for some reason with uh missing uh four glands uh the pituitary hypothalamus uh, thyroid and hypothyroid he did not have those um and was and had no brain activity and of course this was back in the late 70s and as i was sharing this with my family my my mother and father because mm-hmm. my, my husband at the time and and my son were here in seattle not knowing what to do and i was young and and um my father said um well i can't say exactly what he said because he'd probably get in trouble but he he said you know why did they do that why didn't they let him go meaning the doctors and i do not have um, a, a particular belief system that 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 condones or that um negates the value of of intervening life support at birth Mm-hmm. And the bottom line is, if if you want to if you want to do medically what you can to keep your loved ones alive, then I believe that's what you should do and follow your heart. On the other hand, I I was trying to decide what to do in this short period of time, being distant, and I decided when the doctors came to see me, um, they sent a chaplain to see me when I'm still in the hospital in Alaska. And uh, as the chaplain was coming to see me, he was trying to console me. And, of course, I'm rather ignorant as, and, and unaware of everything that's really going on uh, because they really are keeping me drugged. I didn't realize it at the time, but mm-hmm. they didn't know how I would react. And I looked, I remember looking at the chaplain saying, you know, I really do appreciate you being here. I really do. However, I'm sure there are people here that need you more than me. I'll be fine. And he looked at me oddly in a sense, to, I think he was trying to determine if I was in denial or just exactly why I was so calm. But when I look back, and um, 
we did make a decision to um, to withdraw life support and to allow. Here's what I did, and here's what I told myself. You know, Stephanie, if God wants to keep that baby alive, mm. I can pull every plug in and and that child will live. Because the divine is greater than I. The message is greater than I am. I don't understand it now. It doesn't feel good. Frankly, it stinks. It did take, and uh, he did pass. Now, it took a period of time, (laughs) I must admit. When I look back on it and I encourage people to move through their pain quickly, and you look back on your own life and you wonder how long it may have been that you were stuck in certain areas. Mm -hmm. But I did realize that it could very well have been I know I acted appropriately given my choices I feel good about them I also know that he's reincarnated I feel that way Mm -hmm. I can just feel it I know when it happened which is a really odd feeling so here I am sitting there and this was in 1978 when my mother was diagnosed with cancer in 1990 Um, She and my father had come to an agreement about how they would um, leave physicians' directives and that kind of thing when you get into later life. And uh, they had an agreement that neither one of them would allow the other to remain on life support uh, based on quality of life. Right. So I'm sitting with my father in 1993. And um, she's... uh, the tumors have gotten huge, and and they attempted to give her um, a chemotherapy treatment in the hospital, and she actually had a seizure um, as a result of the toxins. So she's in the hospital, and the doctors want to take more um, aggressive steps and put in feeding tubes and make, you know do a lot of things that are very, very difficult to deal with. And I realized I'm there with my father, and I'm an adult by then, and um, I was supporting him. You know, yes, it was my mother, but the position that he was in to have to follow through on a contract that he had made with her is an extremely difficult choice. And 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 we all want to make the right choice Mm -hmm. and we all want to do it from a place of true um, belief that you are following the best interest of everyone. We all we all want that. And so there was a decision about this this uh, feeding tube and that kind of thing. And so Dad and I went down to the coffee shop. And I looked at him and I said, you know, Dad, I remember having to make this choice. And uh, it may have been, consider this for a minute, it may have been that the entire and sole purpose that I went through that experience with my first son and knew what it felt like. I know what you're going through. I know how it feels. It may very well be that all of that occurred to me some 20 years before simply for the sole purpose that I would be sitting with you today Mm. to encourage you to make the choice that you need to do to know whatever choice you make about this, this, this support situation with your wife of 43 years. And I want you to know that I'll, I'll do whatever you want me to do. But I know how you feel. And maybe it's as simple as that. And he looked at me and he said, you know, I never really told you how I felt. 
about you having to do that with Sean. And he said, I'm so sorry that you had to go through that. And I said, you know, thank you. If I can find something good, and this is what our sacred contracts will lead us into if we follow them. It is hindsight that we see the results of our following our divine inspiration. That child was born to me to serve. I didn't own the child. The child was always God's child, just as I am. So who am I to question the divine plan? I will be miserable, as I've known many people to be who have had to deal with loved ones who have these situations and, um, and, 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 and they follow something that is really kind of stuck in themselves. And, and, and for lack of a better way to say it, it's, it's kind of selfish. Mm. But to be selfless, to determine what steps to take is very, very difficult. And that's when these people come in our lives. And we just pay attention to them. We pay attention to the opportunities before us and to understand that these are assignments. All right. Hey, Stephanie, you think you got it? Try this one on. And before you know it, there's this huge event before me, like was before the Dalai Lama. That was an assignment. And he processed through the assignment. But we must go through them. Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, well, let me just, you know, Stephanie, no, you, you have not shared that. And that's what I love about you. I mean, I just love who you are. And I want to really thank you again for sharing that story. That, that story um, is a very personal story and really talks to not only the character of who you are, but the power of the work that you do. Because... You can only take someone as far as you've gone yourself. And, and that's why you're doing what you're doing today. And that's why you do it so well. Because you fully understand what it's like to take the, take the walk, to take the journey. And that's why, you know, our listeners, the people that attend your workshop, absolutely are transformed. I mean, this is the power of what you're about, what you're doing now, and what your vision is. To change the people and empower them so that they can live the lives that they are meant to live in the spirit of abundance, in the spirit of, of goodwill, in the spirit of whatever that is. But it's all about the not giving up. It is. Thank you for saying that. I appreciate that. When we are encouraged that people survive through things by their personal stories what happens is there's a there's a it's referred to as a common frame of reference if we have a common frame of reference we can move forward into it and you want to watch who you do that with mm -hmm. because uh, if someone is not selfless and unattended and detached from mm -hmm. the outcome we can get stuck and think that we're moving forward. So many people I meet are what I would call not focused or ungrounded because they're in such um, they're searching for answers, for input, for direction, and and you end up with like okay four or five different directions or or areas that you can pursue, and for some reason you can't move forward in any one of them. Well, okay. 
what I do when I work with people talking about their sacred contracts, uh, surrender to it. Surrender to one of them. Mm-hmm. Just one of them. Because, and, and I actually, I think I said this on the radio a couple of weeks ago, I may be a fool, but I'll be a holy fool. <laughs> and it's true. Uh-huh. Because then we're in service. And the grace that is afforded each and every one of us to share with others if we don't share it, we will lose it. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm with you. I, I believe that my God is a benevolent God. And that's what I hold in my consciousness. And every time I get into a tough spot, I remind myself of that. Yeah. Um, you know, th- again, thank you for sharing that. I want to give out some information. First of all, I, I want to make sure that you have Stephanie's website. Uh, because the event is on there. But th- let me give you the website. You want to sign up for a newsletter, find out what's going on. www.inqmind.com inqmind.com and now the upcoming event what's the um that is uh july 15 it is uh, uh in everett at the training center um the flyer is on the website right it is from 9 a.m to 5 p.m it's a one-day workshop where we will go through the five different stages identify them and work on various areas with you it'll be a lot a lot and, and the workshops i do are they're um, they're not tee fun, roll on the floor, laugh, but they are very enjoyable and powerful. Very enjoyable and powerful. Thank you. Let's do this, Stephanie. Let's open up the phone lines and uh, let's see what we've got out there. I know that you would love to talk to folks. Stephanie's also going to be at the Body Mind Spirit Expo with us in the Dr. Pat booth. Dr. Pat Booth. See, I, I did that pretty good, didn't I? Dr. Pat Pretty booth. well. In the booth. <laughs> and uh, she will be doing readings, but I will say this to you. If you'd like that to happen, you must sign up at the booth and the sign-up list or, or contact Stephanie or whatever you do because we're doing them. They're limited. We're not going to put her in the position that we put her in last time and get, and did nonstop. But, but these will be mini readings. There's, they're going to be right at our booth at the Body, Mind, Spirit Expo. Right now, we'd like to open up the phone lines to you uh, at 425 373 5527 425 or 1-888-298-5569-toll-free-here-at-KKNW-1-888-298-5569-and-I'll-give-out-my-email-if-you-want-to-send-me-an-email-benny-m-b-e-n-n-y-m-at-1150-kknw.com. From a Judeo-Christian viewpoint, represents a sacred contract. If you have something in your life that's going on right now that you are trying to gain clarity on to determine whether or not it's mind chatter or if it really is a sacred contract and what archetypal energies might help you determine that and move through it, that's what I'd like to help you with today. Okay, we're on it. Don't forget, give us a shout right now. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show with my very, 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 very favorite segment host, Stephanie Durham, right here on the Dr. Pat Show. We'll be right back picking up your calls there's another stephanie going to pick up your calls and don't forget to send benny an email we'll be, we'll be right back hi this is t harbecker i am the author of the best-selling book secrets of the millionaire mind mastering the inner game of wealth and you are listening to crust busting your way to an awesome life with dr pat dr pat is a true light worker on this planet and what i mean by that is that she brings positive energy she brings light energy to the world around you and everything that is available to you you need to have this type of light energy in order to go to your fullest potential in your life and dr pat and crust busting your way to an awesome life is the way to have it. 
You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Hi, this is Dennis Sikowski, your REMAX Champions real estate professional with a tip of the week. It continues to be a seller's market with record increases in the price of homes throughout western Washington. In just this past year, home values have soared anywhere from 17% to as high as 25%, depending on which county you live in. However, with the current steady increase in mortgage interest rates, all indications are that the equity gains and the seller's advantage are substantially calming down. So if you've thought of selling your home, now is the time to have a professional like myself Determine the value of your home. Just call me at 888-62-DREAM. Ask for Dennis. That's 888-62-DREAM for a free comparable market analysis on your home. 888-62-DREAM. See you next time with the tip of the week. We all have them. Traits in us that make us special, unique, characteristics that drive us. Some drive in third, some are in overdrive, some are in neutral, and others are in reverse. What makes us tick? Why do we do the things we do? Do we change the way we behave? Can we? How? Yes, yes you can. First, we have to embrace who you are and then enhance that in which we see. The Inquiring Mind is your partner. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. as Stephanie Durham, professional life coach, presents ACES. Authenticity, choices, empowerment, and success. Spanning 25 years of successful business tenure, in addition to over four years of training with Caroline Mace at the CMED Institute, Stephanie's authenticity and vast knowledge helps you objectively explore wise choices with her finely attuned facilitator skills, leading you to personal empowerment and ultimate success. If you want to smooth shift into the right gear, call us toll-free 1-866-461-6463. That's 1-866-461-6463. No other station brings you this much variety. Welcome to Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. everyone. This is the Dr. Pat Show. If you want to have Stephanie do a mini reading for you, uh, get yourself in gear, tuned up for the weekend, 425-373-5527, 425-373-5527, or one 298 5569 one 298 And don't forget, uh, Benny, uh, Benny has, we have a little electromagnetic thing in the studio, but we can get your emails in here to Benny right now at Benny, B-E-N-N-Y-M, as in Mathers, at 1150kknw.com. So we're talking about sacred contracts. We're talking about this weekend. And, you know, this weekend, there's a lot of controversy out there around this weekend. I mean, I think the latest controversy is in the Jesus papers as to whether or not Christ actually did ascend. <laughs> and a lot of conversation around uh, around Christianity, uh, around spirituality, you know, you know, the, the two top, you know, top books right now leading the game have to do with uh, the Jesus Papers and the Da Vinci Code. The Da Vinci Code, of course, becoming a movie. And, you know, not far behind that, you know, is the work of Greg Braden mm-hmm. and the God Code. I mean, mm-hmm. so we're, you know, we have a lot of things. What you talked about earlier has to do with living in the question. We're but questioning everything now. When we are taught 
or when we reach out or there are those who whose sacred contract in life is to bring to the attention to others the possibility that something different exists than what we were taught you're going to run into this controversy it, it's simply going to happen and the best way to balance that is to honor each other's belief mm-hmm. because if i have a personal belief about um say the da vinci code um and my personal belief leads me and guides me and from my internal belief system when it is appropriate i share this with others when it is not appropriate I, I don't say anything. Now, those people who are spiritually active, a sacred activist, will move forward in a fashion that is not, it's not repressive and it's not negative. It is inspiring to know more. And that's the difference. Right. There you are know, pieces of these, the, the, these books that I believe are um, fictionally manifest, quite frankly. But there are others that I know in all of my heart, mind, body, and soul. Right. It's true. Right. I, I'm with you. Now, you mentioned sacred activism. I think we should just reframe something that Dr. Jean Houston said yesterday because Jean, when she talked about the size of the conference, by the way, it is, she talked about oh. being a small conference. <laughs> when she yeah. said there are 120 people at the conference, let me tell you, that was for her workshop. That's her class. That's her class. <laughs> That's not the whole conference, no. so you can help us with that. The, uh, the, <laughs> the full four-day conference um, actually has capacity up to almost 1,200. But there will uh, right now we have slated um, six to 700 people are going to be attending this conference. And, and we're um, not done yet. And, and uh, her, her all-day workshop um, is slated to have 125 attendees. Now, I'll tell you, if more people sign up, we'll make... We'll, we'll shift her into another room that'll handle larger. But right now, the, there are two full-day workshops, the first being with Carolyn Mace and Andrew Harvey right. on sacred activist as warrior healer. And Jean Houston's on Sunday with the Divine Feminine. So those workshops are slated to have 150 or so people. All right. And so that is truly the difference. This is a much larger conference. Okay. This is, I'm getting calls from all over the nation okay. as recently yeah, as yesterday. Yeah, wait, we're just warming up with this. Benny, Let's go to the phones. Sounds good. We have uh, Shelly from Seattle. Hey, Shelly. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you. Thanks for taking my call. All right. Here you go. Here, let me introduce you to Stephanie. Sorry you're on hold for so long, Shelly. What's up? That's okay, Stephanie. Thank you. Um, I was calling because I, my husband and I have been struggling with fertility, and we've been, we've been working on this project between us for a very long time, but it's, it's interestingly how you say that these things come into your life and how other things are drawn to you or how you open your mind to new things. And I guess my question is is really about this stirring me to parenthood and I have this drawn desire to parent, but I it's not working. Naturally it's not working. Um, you know, <clears throat> This is one of the more difficult questions that, that people pose, um, particularly when it's, it, number one, it's an internal desire. And uh, number two, it is something that you could um, artificially manifest. I mean, you know, there are, there are fertility things that people go through. And I would say, I'll go over the couple of cards that came up for you when you were asking, but in order to determine how that might fit into one of your sacred contracts, when we spoke earlier about the difference between going through pain and staying in misery, there are ways that you can manifest children. 
uh, biological children between you and your husband. And there have been examples of people who have done that that have actually turned out to be disastrous. And it's one of the it's one of the frightening things to consider when you're when you're looking at um, how badly you may want something. If you have this desire to mother, to nurture, and to care for, it may very well be that what one of the things that you are being prepared to do is to offer love and guidance and nurturing to someone other than yourself. Because the cards also that came up that are amazingly consistent when that's how that happens the first that came up is the martyr and the awesome awesome attribute associated with a martyr is they put themselves on the line for the benefit of others they they put all of their mind all of their service all of their being for others and and the shadow of that being kind of stuck in self-pity or, or self-placement um, where they are and how that would best serve them. But the other card that came up for you, Shelley, which is so awesome, is the detective. The detective archetype is an energy that has an innate ability to uncover uh, truths about things they they intuitively see things and they just go and and they cannot stop until they they feel like they have reached the truth regardless of what that outcome is because the detective does not judge they simply can't keep from getting the data getting the information together and so if if you have been working um a while to try and physically manifest this in in your life today i got to tell you uh you got to let it go and you will either be given the opportunity to mother and nurture children who are not your own or you in fact will conceive but you've got to let it go mm. okay very interesting Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you so much for calling in. Um, you truly inspire other people, and, and the courage that uh, you have in calling in really does inspire me as well. So thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you. I appreciate your time. Have, okay. a, have, a, have great a great day. Weekend. Yep. Okay, maybe we'll take one more call, but what I want to say about this is, uh, well, what do you think? There's okay. Only, I don't oh know. no, we can't do it. But here's what I want to do for the people that are on hold. Don't don't hang up because what we want to do is we want to take your call and make sure we respond. Stephanie will be back next week, so we want to make sure that we get to you or get your information. So don't hang up. We want to give you a email. What's the email uh, address? You know, yeah, you guys can email in, and I will respond um, via email if you'd like at um, s j at inqmind.com. So for all of you who wonder, um, that is our website at The Inquiring Mind, www.inqmind.com. Or you can give us a call if you'd like at the office, 425-334-7900. And-
and we will make sure that you get answers to your questions. We don't like to leave anybody behind on this show. Not at all. This is the Dr. Pat Show. Stephanie Durham, thank you so much. Go to www.inqmind.com. Lori and Naomi, I think it is, stay online. We'll make sure that we connect with you. Uh, if you've gone off, make sure you send the email. We will see you all next week. We've got a powerhouse lineup for you. We have some unbelievable announcements to make le- next week in terms of what we're going to be offering in May. Lots to come. This is the Dr. Pat Show. Have yourself a great weekend. And if you're like me, you're going to be painting them eggs and then you're going to be hunting for those other eggs. So have a great time. I'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us today for the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. The Dr. Pat Show can be heard live Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. on KKNW AM 1150 and every Tuesday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Pacific on voiceamerica.com. So join Dr. Pat live or listen 24-7 at www.thedrpatshow.com.